unmute my phone. <laughs> Just some usual technical difficulties. So the levels are good? Go on. Yeah, we're going. We check that. We check that. Yep. This is a podcast I think a lot of people have been waiting for. Yeah. What yeah. is this podcast? This Off the Husk podcast sponsored by Farmers Business Network. And That's who- what this podcast is. Greg, are you leaving? The dogs are barking like crazy. Greg must be leaving. He gave us a beer and he left. He did. He he brought us all a fresh beer and he left. Greg is a good man. So everyone's asking who the guest is. The guest is Nathan Johnson. He's a farmer from uh, right just east of where I sleep in the yard here. 30 feet. 30 feet, yeah. (laughs) This would be my dad, the the fourth generation Johnson farm farmer. If that made yep, any that's sense. That's right. It'd be the fourth generation. Yep. You would. See, I, I are good at math. <laughs> you I are good. <laughs> but the interesting part is that, so when, when I tell people, I always tell people I'm fifth generation family farmer, but really, I mean, I am fifth generation family farmer, but when you look at our family farm, we skipped like a half generation, kind of, We're, right? Kind of, yes. Yes. My dad actually started farming and, and he didn't farm very long and he got sick and, and passed away. Yep. Um, I well, I believe he probably farmed about two years is about it with with my grandfather. Right. So, but he grew up he, on the farm. He grew up on the farm. Yep. yep. He grew up here, you know, just like you did. Grew up here farming with. How your dad. old was your dad when he passed away? My dad, the one sitting here. Between no, us. Nathan's dad. Sorry, looking at the yeah. wrong person. <laughs> yeah, you better get that straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm not even sure. I think he passed away in 1960. So he was in um, his 20s? In his 20s, Early yes. 20s. Yeah, yep, no, early. Well, was it, I think it was late maybe 20s. Maybe mid-20s. Because he was late. in the service, correct? He was in the service, yep. And then came back oh, and farmed. Oh, so he went to yep. war. That's why he didn't get to farm, because he went yeah. to war. Okay, yep. and sure. And came back to farm and got married and had, had a baby, and yep. And then he got sick Had a baby, it's a boy. Had a baby, it so was you a never, boy. So you, yeah. never, you never knew him then? Or never got no, to know No, I really never knew him. I was two years old when he passed away. Two years? Okay. Yep. But then you still you still grew up on the farm, I, a farm. Yeah, yeah. I actually grew up on a different farm. After he passed away, um, my mother went back to nursing school, and and she ended up meeting somebody that was a farmer. And I grew up in southern Minnesota on a farm with my stepdad, or I I always called him my dad because he's the only dad I knew. Right. And he farmed with his brother, and then I had some cousins that got into it, and so I basically I grew up in a farm, just not in this area, about 180 miles south of here. So then what brought you back 180 miles north, back to the farm where you were born? Well, I guess I always wanted to make sure I could farm by myself. I always kind of wanted to do it and, and make sure I was able to do it and make Get it all on myself. And, and it was my dad and his brother and, and had a couple cousins getting in. So there were a few people down there, and I had the opportunity up here because my grandfather owned the land. And so C- I because think, grandpa, yeah. my great-grandpa, still yeah. owned the, he the still family owned farm, the farm. Yep. the farm we're on today. Yep. After my dad passed away, Virtus passed away, um, my grandfather ran it for another year or two. <coughs> Excuse me. And then after that, uh, well, the guy that had worked for him took over and ran it for a few years. And, and there had been three, four different people ran it. And then I came back uh, in 1982, so about 22 years after I left here. After you left here. So we've got yep. a 22-year gap in there where technically it wasn't so farmed they, by family. Okay, so they had rented it out or, or somebody else was farming it in yeah, that time. Yeah, yep, they rented frame. it out. Okay. The whole, yep. but, but your grandpa still lived here? He, he didn't live on the farm. He lived in Lowry. Okay. He actually kind of did the same thing that I've done now with Zach. 
he moved away from the farm, and my dad and mom moved on to the farm. Okay, sure. So who lived who lived here on this farm then? Uh, in that in that time frame. Well, at um, it was one of the guys that rented the farm for a while. Lived here for several years. Okay. And then before we moved here, actually nobody was living here. I don't know what happened. They were remodeling the house and getting ready to move here, and something happened. I think. And, okay. And so the house actually sat empty for a few years before we came back. Okay, before you'd come back and. Yep. Okay. And that's a different house than the one we're in now. Yes, that was a house. It was built in 19, 1906, I believe. Okay. The old house. Yep. It was a brick house, and we looked at remodeling, and it wasn't worth it. So my grandfather was born in 1900, so he was six years old, and he moved half a mile from the farm where he was at okay. to the new house here. Which, which would be what we know as the South Quarter? Right. Yep. I yeah. believe so. Yep. Yep. Okay. Where did the house sit in accordance to this house, then? Just north of this house, about 10 feet. Yeah. Oh. So when they were when they were building this house, yep. I remember you could sit on the living room couch and look out the window, and it was like right out the window I'm the pointing wall, at back like here. It was right there. Just missed the house. Yep. Yeah. When, we built as close to it as we could. Okay. What year was that? Uh, 98. Yep, 1998 is when we moved into this house, I think. Yep. Okay. So in 1998, how did you have the... How did you know to put a podcast room in the basement? How did you know yeah, to build that? That was really good foresight. <laughs> good it, was, it was good foresight. <laughs> I thought, you know, if I ever move off, I wonder if my kids would ever Start want to a have podcast. a podcast room in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I thought I could use it as a theater room in the meantime. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was easy to talk my wife into it. That yeah, I've made to build a podcast room. Yep. But for a little while, I can use it for a theater room for about 15 years first. That was, that was well played. I didn't see that question coming. That was pretty good. So you moved up here. You talked you talk mom into moving up here. What was, yeah, what was that actually, like? Did you have to trick her? Did she no, know you weren't coming but, home for a while? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you guys were babies, no, by the way. Well, we, she was anyways. We were pretty young. I was, well... I think when we actually moved here, I was 23, but the fall before, I came up and did the fall tillage up here. We didn't live here, and then I was 22 years old. Um, you came up and we, did the fall tillage knowing... Knowing that we were coming you, you up were here. Coming we up actually... Here. Well, we got married in 1981, and, and we went on our honeymoon. And she was 18 or 19? She was 19 when we got married. So you were robbing and the cradle. We, <laughs> well, <laughs> Not quite. Three years <laughs> he was 19 and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But anyway, on our way back home from the honeymoon, we came here. I wanted to show her my grandfather's farm. And so we came up here, and we talked to them for a while, and we went home and talked about it for several months and talked to my grandparents to see if they'd be interested in renting it to us. And and they seemed pretty excited to do that, so we ended up moving back up here. So the the fall you came up and did the tillage then, did, did you stay on in the, in the empty house then, or did you stay nope. in the grandparents'? I stayed in the grandparents' house. Okay, in yep. just went there. Yep. Yep. So you, what did you have for equipment? Well, it, luckily, my dad down there at Jackson, or his stepdad, him and his brother had an implement dealership. Okay. And so we were able to get some machinery. Actually, farming had already kind of taken a downturn, you know, in probably 79 or 80, yep. started going down, and machinery got a little bit cheaper. And down there, I actually had livestock. Um, I always enjoyed livestock. I had livestock when I was in high school, and then when I got out of high school in 1977, uh, there were a lot of livestock facilities. Dad and Kurt owned several farms. So we filled, well, we had livestock in four different farms then. And okay. I kind of managed livestock. I owned half the livestock, and they owned half, but I basically did the work with the livestock and then helped them out in the field too. 
So I had some livestock equipment, a fair amount of livestock equipment. Okay. And this was cattle and the, hogs? Cattle and hogs both, yep. 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 Did you bring so, any livestock with you? Uh, I fed cattle up here for several years after we moved up here. What, did, so, did you actually move move the herd up, or, or well, did you nope, start over? Nope. I, we actually we bought feeder cattle in the fall. Okay. We chopped silage by the feeder oh, cattle sure, and sell okay. fat cattle in the summer. Yep. So. Okay. So it wasn't a, so like it, a cow-calf operation. No, we did have cows down there, but I didn't bring any cows with. Okay. Yep. So, and we had hogs down there. I, I always enjoyed cattle a lot more than hogs, so okay. we just stuck with cattle and we got up here for a while. So it wasn't like the equipment was up here. You could come up here and borrow no, Grandpa's equipment and start. No, there was no equipment at all. Uh, you had to... You had, you had to figure out how you're going to get equipment, yep. tractors. My I mean, the grandfather whole. was 82 years old when oh. he moved up here, so he okay. was still around, but didn't really, couldn't really help, and he couldn't right. get a tractor then. Did he was he renting the farmland out for quite a while before you to other people before you came here? Yeah, yep. Uh, 22 my dad years. Passed away in '62, okay. so then I think he farmed it for two or possibly three more years. Okay. And then it rented okay. it out for that long. Okay. okay. For anybody yeah. that's listening, I have to apologize because sometimes I ask questions that might sound like we're just talked about, but I'm looking at three different screens sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes I'm not listening 100%, so I do want to apologize. So I'm trying to watch comments and then the actual podcast audio and did, all that stuff did we decide to bring the 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 fact that we are right now live on youtube did we decide to bring that information onto the podcast yeah we yes yeah. so this podcast is actually being aired live on youtube as we speak yeah 500 people are listening live right nice. now. nice yeah nice yeah 508 to be exact but who's counting and I'm sure most of those 500 probably have rooms full of people also listening. So it's probably like 10,000. Yeah. Yep. And and this new app that we're trying out, it's a beta app, allows us to receive comments. And we can actually accept phone calls, which we may or may not try. We'll see. We're going to wait till the end before we try it. Yeah. If we're gonna, but it's yeah. a work in progress yep. for us. Yep. So I, I want to go back to Dad here. Or as some people call him, Nate. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> you moved up here. You moved into the the old farmhouse. You brought mom up. Yeah. What, what what were her thoughts? Because she didn't grow up on a farm. No, she grew up in town and always lived in town. And I think at first uh, she was a little concerned if she'd like it here. Could have moved and to I, Lowry, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Not not even. Like, and you, this, su- this is oh. suburbs of Lowry. And you guys yeah. moved into an old farmhouse, right? We did. Yep. Well, yeah, it was built in 1906, so I suppose, yeah, it was almost... It was old. Close to 80 it was years old. old. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I told her probably within five years we'd be building a new house. And Did you tell her that? I, yep. I think I told her that. So we stretched it a little bit. And, I'll you know, bet three and a half years in, you were like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What a good time to build a house. So. It's a good thing I came up with the, our kids need a podcast room, so we better build a house. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But where's Zach going to do his podcast? Zach was showing some real potential at the age of 10. (laughs) Well, yeah, he was a little older than 10, but not much older when we went to student-teacher conferences and the teacher told us, we think your son has a good uh, career in Saturday Night Live. (laughs) This isn't Saturday Night Live, but it's close sometimes. Do you happen to know which teacher that was? No, I don't. No. <laughs> I wonder if it was the same teacher that told me that I was the worst student she had ever had in 28 years. <laughs> no, I don't think so, because I think this teacher is 
thought it was good. This teacher actually liked yeah, me. I think she enjoyed <laughs> yeah. her sense of humor. Liked me. It's it's weird. Like you, you're the same kid, right? And some teachers love you. <laughs> so like they still it. have to punish you at times, right? Be- but they can appreciate because it is what it is. But you yeah. for who you are. Yeah, yeah. But then the teacher down the hall is like, I I can't stand this kid. Like they just hate you. They <laughs> really just want to say I hate you, but yeah. they can't because they right. lose their they job. Can. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I get it from both sides there, but well, yeah. I'm now experiencing what it's like to be a teacher with the kids at home, and I cried two days ago, and it's an awful <laughs> experience. And I owe our teachers a lot better appreciation gifts at Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter and their birthday and all of the above. Because yeah. you know what's amazing that I've learned? Onyx is a real jerk. No, the Onyx worst is a jerk. student I've ever had in my. Two weeks of teaching. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all three of your students. Well, yes. if I must say so, I think he's got a career on Saturday Night Live, Becky. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. um, Aurora. Yep. Is this her senior year? Yes. Yes. She's yep. a so, senior right now, yeah. She's, so what so are they she's, doing for the seniors? I think we just kick them in the nuts and say good luck. We they Some moms organized uh, some signs to put out along the drive in Barrett, which I'm sure lots of people will see on their way to the school. Right. Um, <laughs> As Greg is streaking by on his way to the pavilion. <laughs> yeah. But do, are they still doing school? Yeah, they're, as a, yeah, as a they're senior? just, yeah, they're just they're like, getting assignments she's yet? got Google Classrooms, yep, and oh, Zoom meetings with their teachers. I would is s- that what she's doing down in the bedroom every day until noon? <laughs> yeah. Until <laughs> noon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. would assume, I would assume to the seniors it was pretty much, yeah, we'll, when, we'll I, mail you your yeah, diploma. Well, it, she, it's that way I when mean, you are a senior and you're going to school. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just have to continue showing up. Yep. Yeah. Oh, somebody. Somebody's crying upstairs. I'll yep. go. You continue. We keep going? Yep. All right. Well, we we're at moving moving up here, young, just married. Oh, we were talking about mom. Mom had didn't grow up oh, on a farm. Yep, yep. Mom didn't grow up on a farm, and I don't think it actually took her too long here. And she started enjoying the farm and the privacy. And okay, it, it wasn't a couple, two, three years maybe. And I think she figured she wouldn't move in back into town or didn't want to. Okay. Yeah. You know, it would have been easier for her, I no. think, if we would have been in a town close to where we grew up. Right. With some of her friends around instead of 180 miles away, but yeah, we were actually really lucky. We moved into a good neighborhood. Okay. You know, I always snowmobiler in high school, and we got a bunch of neighbors. We moved right into the right neighborhood. That's for sure. We had a bunch of friends right away that rode snowmobile a lot. And okay, did a lot of things with several different people that lived within a couple miles of our place here. So okay, it was really it was it was easy to move up here and have people like that that we moved next to. Because you've. Uh, so you guys have gotten into the, the the dirt racing and the go karts and but well, you've always been kind of a, a motorhead. Been always a gearhead. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Race snowmobile and drag race motorcycle when I was younger. And you drag race. Mo- I didn't know the yep. I didn't know the motorcycle one. Yeah, not a lot, but we okay. Dabbled in that a little bit. So you had yeah. the big you had the big wheelie the the fork out back. Well, or? at that time, just a few of them had that. Had, okay. It was a triple cylinder two cycle Kawasaki. So. Okay. Is that the purple bike? But, yep, the purple bike. I wish I still had it. I, rem- I remember the day that got sold. I remember the guy leaving with it. Yeah. That's weird, because I, I must have been six, seven? Probably. Yep. Where Down did in, you have to go for that? Uh, uh, let's see. It was South Dakota, um, past Sioux Falls, Thunder Valley. Marion, South Dakota is where it was. Oh, okay. So was, it, not especially too, back then, it was kind of a haul. It, yeah, about 100 miles for us from Jackson. Okay. From Jackson. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We went yep. up here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So there were four or five of us went, you know, on some Sundays and we'd go and 
We'd always get there early. A lot of guys went the night before, and you could see they'd partied in the parking lot or in the street to get in. Okay. You can see. Yeah, you could tell. Was, there were visible tell signs? The empty kegs and the glasses around it. <laughs> assume that's what they were doing. <laughs> so if we would have stayed in it longer, we probably would have been there too. But we had okay. parties yep. back at Jackson where I grew up. Well, luckily, I just grew up around the dirt tracks where nobody parties. Not yeah, at all. that's yeah. right. Yep, yeah. and the go kart track where just the parents partied. Yes, yes. <laughs> Kids afterwards went and played on the uh, gravel mounds. Yeah, we play on the gravel mounds until two, three in the morning or whatever. <laughs> whatever it is. You gave the parents a little time to load up the carts afterwards. Yeah, right. You, they got to have six, eight hours to load up. So when did the go kart start then? Um, ninety five. Was it ninety five? Ninety five was the first year I raced. Okay. Which meant it would have been, I believe, 94 then when we started going to the track some. Because I started hounding him about it. Oh, was it so because... You, that's what, that was my next question, is how did that start? Well... Was it I, because of Campbell's? Oh, no, we bought our cart from them. We didn't know them before that. But like Al Lang and, and uh, Snyder, there was guys oh, yeah, I raced yeah. snowmobile with before. We went up there... Okay, so like, you had a little connection we, that way. Yeah, I knew they had the go-kart races up there, and we went up there, and all of a sudden, here's some guys I'd raced with, and... It's kind of funny that the racing family, you know, it was 45 years ago when I started racing, and now some of the same, it's the same families. It's some the same of them. people. Same yeah. families yeah, still Different generations. It. Some of them are in their third generations now. And we noticed that when we went back to the go-kart track with Onyx this year. Yeah. You Half know, of them are the same, same people. people. The same people. Yeah. It's grandpas I've known now. my whole life yeah. because we've been around a racing scene. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I don't yep. know if it, if it had to do with the same timing or not, but that was when William, my friend, at the time, oh. had come from, he moved from the West Coast out to here, and he had cousins that raced go-karts. And I don't know if there was a tie there or not. I mean, we'd always been into racing and stuff, but that was the, that was the year we started going to the go-kart track to watch, and then we ended up buying one of their carts, and that's when I got into it the following year. I think I had been asking people who had carts for sale. Okay. And they probably led me towards John Campbell, because he probably. Had, do you have three carts maybe in... Yeah, two well, kids yeah. running then, and two kids running at least. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. So and, yeah. and then the 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 go karts just progressed into a B mod. Yep. I'm assuming. Into a B mod. Yep. Then into a mod, and into a B mod and a mod and a late model. <laughs> you ran three cars. <laughs> yeah. I ran, at one point. I, I ran three cars at one point. Yeah, but we didn't own the late model ever when we ran all three, right? No. No. Yeah, so it was, it was a guy from Alexandria that, that owned the late model. And that was only for what, model. like half a year that you well, did that? Not even. It was five shows. Okay. Just four special, or five shows. Basically, yeah. the fall specials. Yep. Yeah. So that's yeah. The big right. races. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then that. so then the next year we sold the B mod, and bought that late model, so then we were mod and late model. Okay. Yeah. And you did a. Brief stint with with uh, snowmobiles. How did that come about? Not too brief. Was yeah. It? Well, it was a year and a half. Is that all? It Maybe was? two years. One um, year, probably full time. In the year before that, you ran somebody else's sled. I ran somebody else's yeah. sled as a rookie. Just, yeah. How did that come about? Did you did you know? Well, did you know some of the players' guys or? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. We knew we had friends, and one of them works for Polaris, and okay, and so he had connections, and and he'd gotten me race sleds before, and. And got Zachary sled and okay, and, and you so raced we dad, dad raced sleds and for, motorcycles, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you run ten ten years at least on sleds? No, well, I actually off never ran on. a full year. Yeah, probably off and on. Yeah, yeah you. I mean, you yeah, pick okay. and, and then choose. Took a couple years off, and then I ran for actually maybe two years after we moved up here. Oh, you did you still run. You're up here yeah. too. Too and okay. Took probably two three years off and 
and start it again. I okay. do have a memory of at least one of your snowmobile races. Okay. I don't remember anything it, about it, but there's there's a it's in there. Yeah, I don't remember you really <laughs> going along to any of them. Yeah. I, re- I remember being there with mom on, for did, one of them at least. Did you YouTube okay. it? Maybe saw it on YouTube. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, the GoPros back then were just awful. They were terrible. Put Carried it on, YouTube, it on your shoulder. Nobody else was on there yet. Yeah. <laughs> you had all the views. Yeah. 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 Both of them. Yeah. We, had a, we had a good question roll through. Is now a good time for a question? Yeah. Hit us with a question. Uh, somebody asked, does Nate ever get annoyed or mad with Zach about filming for his YouTube channel. I'll just cross that off my list here and let him go with it. (laughs) (laughs) What have you thought of this all? Um, Maybe we should go back to the very first time you did that. I was going to say, at the beginning, you you had to a little bit. (laughs) Maybe a little bit, but uh, I think it was a Sunday morning. Zach came out, and and he had the kids with him, Onyx and Rhiannon. And it was Sunday morning. We weren't working, and he came out and said, well, I think I'm going to wash a truck, and I'm going to take a video of it. I said, video of it? Yeah. He said, have you seen YouTube? You know what that is? I, yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> so I'm going to wash a truck and put it on YouTube. And, well, who's going to want to watch a farmer wash, wash an old truck? That, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to see that. Right. But he said, well, yeah. he's got some relatives and family members that really don't understand farming and, and probably should see life a little better. And I thought, well, you know, he's trying to do a good thing. We got a dirty truck. The truck's going to get washed. <laughs> yeah. Grandkids are here. I'm going to play yeah. with grandkids. Have at it. This is a great have idea. At it. Sunday morning, we're not doing anything. So Wash the let's truck. Let's get a clean truck. We got a clean truck out of the deal. You know what you should do so, tomorrow? You should wash a combine and put it on film. <laughs> I'll bet twice as many people would watch that. <laughs> you know, so I get asked about that every time I give a, a public talk. Every time. Somebody asks, what does your dad think about this or the people that are around doing it? And... My answer, I think, is is always, you know, I know that you were hesitant in the beginning, but I, I but I also made sure in the beginning to let you know, like, I, I had to make sure you were okay with it, because this is our mm-hmm. farm, this is where our family lives, and so if I'm going to be taking videos Every, of this... Everybody has to be a part. Everybody has to yeah. know, I will not, if anybody has a problem with me doing this, I won't do it. And you've made that clear all along, if you don't like it, I won't do it. And, I w- yeah. And I spent, well eight or nine years in the Corn Growers Association, the state corn growers, and that took a lot of time. And basically, in a way, we're doing the same thing. We're trying to promote ag. Right. It's completely different ways. That's exactly... This is something Zach can do right in the tractor cab, right home. I know... Yeah. Well, one time in the corn growers, I got done combining, and I was supposed to be in Fargo that night for a ethanol meeting. So I, I drove the combine in the shed probably about 3 o'clock, hurried up, showered, took off for Fargo, and I made the meeting at 7 o'clock that night, and... And I think I was in meetings for about four months after that, and combine sat dirty in the shed, but at least it was in the shed. Right. Yeah. Stuff in the so shed. Yep. Yep. If I could have just taken a video of washing the combine, it would have clean combine. And <laughs> <laughs> still promoting ag. Yeah. But but my that exactly what you said there is the answer that I give people is that you know you you were active on the Minnesota corn growers for several years. That was your way of advocating for agriculture. This is my way right now of advocating for agriculture, which I'm also active with corn and soybean growers on a much smaller scale than what you were. But you're making much more difference and impact. Well, they're just different things. You know, 
so I'm not achieving what the corn and soybean growers associations are doing. I mean, we're doing right, different, different things. Yeah. Those organizations have to be in place to accomplish the things that they're doing. It, and what I'm doing is something totally different, but it's just what fits me right now. It's just a di- two different ways of advocating for the industry. You're getting a different audience, which we need all the audiences. So you're getting that audience, right. which in turn is helping the corn growers yeah. if they're doing some political right. things that they need help. Right. And all of a sudden people say, yeah, I know what a farm is. I've seen it on the videos. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think we, we need everything. And I think for what you're doing now, you keep doing what you're doing. And I know it would be nice if you'd spend time with corn and soybean growers, but I think you're doing more good where you're at right now because there's other people that can, right. can work with the corn and soybean growers. It, yep. And when it comes to the, the corn and soy boards, you know, I did, I well, I'm still active on the county board. But even at the state level, I mean, I know half those people there, at, at least mm-hmm. in this state, you know. So, and it's not, it's not. I wouldn't be surprised if I did more at, at the state level with the, one of those organizations at some point. But at right now, point, no. So don't don't call me on that. You're reaching far more people this way. Yeah, this is what I have to stick with right now. Yep. Some people are better at, you know, some people excel at different things, right? I mean, you're really, I, I, not to toot your horn or anything, but it seems like you're pretty good at what you do. I mean, as far as the YouTube channel goes. I thought she was going to say super good looking. Well, I, I was, does she toot your horn often? <laughs> <laughs> not since we got married. Oh. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> so, so one question I had was, uh, so what was the first big thing that showed up on the farm from the YouTube? Probably the Challenger? Oh, you were like getting into equipment how yeah. the youtube has changed yeah. the actual farm just, just how you yeah how the youtube is yeah and i would say the challenger is still probably the biggest still probably the biggest so what was your th- I, I mean we had the we had the 780 combine hold on i know what you were just going to ask yeah. him and i got I, I i got a story that i would tell you to yes. lead into that so the 780 was a was a huge thing having that john deere combine last fall but yep the challenger for whatever reason like the youtube channel Loved that Challenger. The Challenger is two years ago, right? To, to fall of 18. Fall of 18. Yeah. And the 780 was fall of 19. Fall of 19. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The Challenger created some good TV drama. People That's like what it. I like it to stood call out. It. And I think yep. it's more it's more worldwide, too. You, well, it can't be more worldwide than, than John Deere, Deere. But no. I think it was just the but drama. But the Fent people connect with a Challenger, yep, right. right? Yep. Which is one thing I never would have thought of. Coming from where I am in the upper Midwest of the U.S., you don't think of Fent, right. but everywhere else in the world does. Yep. It was also the first time that something like that had ever been really done in egg. I think, as uh, it, you know, when you're talking the social influencer world and what that is, when you're talking about Kylie Jenner and that, and being. Are you saying I'm the Kylie, Kylie Jenner? Jenner of egg? Yes, I have said that before. But I think compliment? that it was the first time I, that I something like that I'm just like looking at Randy's happened. face wondering say, what happened to my life. I would say he's more the, uh, uh, um, what's his <laughs> name? Um, um, Caitlin. He's I more the Caitlin, the Caitlin Jenner. Jenner. Oh, come on now. But I think a lot, I think a lot of farmers were watching. Punch out and, and we'll drink some more whiskey. And I think a lot of brands were watching as well. You know, I think companies like John Deere were watching and Eggco was, they, they were... The marketing person that Eggco had at the time, her name's Kelly, and she's a badass. Um, but she got it. 
Like we we met her down in Kentucky. <clears throat> yeah. That was the first time we met her. Right. And she's she's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that was it. Was pretty awesome to get that I, out here I on still the farm. Remember. So we we're at the uh, um, in Louisville, the the uh, National Farm Machinery Na- Show. Yeah. Yep. And that was the first one we went up to. Was the was the Aco booth, and and you were sitting there with the camera like, oh, I feel like an idiot here with this camera. And, and Casey yep. and I were there with you, and we're like, just go go get an interview. Go ask for an interview. Just tell him you want to take a few. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but. It's it's just awkward, whatever. And you go up and ask, and it was just, it was super. It still is super awkward to do something yeah, like that at a but, farm but show she, for me. But they were right away like, oh, okay, well here, you sign sign this and sign that. There, you had to fill out some paper to do I it. I had right? to. They brought me to Kelly then. Yeah. And I gave Kelly. We had like makeshift business cards, and I gave her like, here's my phone number, my email, who I am. Like, yep. you can check me out on YouTube. I'm please. I'm I'm not an idiot <laughs> or like an eight year old with a camera. Right. I, I like, do you have someone that wants to talk about your new Challenger 1000 series tractor? And like, they were all about it. Right. Yeah. Like here, here, here's what we would like you to do or, or sign this and, yep. and, and what's the name of your channel on and on and on. It was, yeah. They took it, they still, they were the first ones and they took it more seriously than anybody else I've ever talked to at a show. Yeah. And, and throughout that show, for sure, they were yeah. the ones oh, that yeah, took it yeah. more serious. And then, and then something come out of it. And right. then you invited you down to do a tour of the factory, which was really cool. Yeah, it was, it fun was to go cool. That's right. That. Uh, yep. And what made it extra cool is that's the town you grew up in then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Made, made in Jackson, right, where I grew up. And, and actually, the plant now is completely different. It was Ag Chem before. But we I had. I remember uh, when it was Ag Chem. When my dad and uncle had the dealership, the implement dealership, we actually took tractors up there, and they used those for a prototype to make saddle tanks and different things. Oh. So we'd been in and out of there and knew several people that were worked in Ag Chem, actually quite a few people that worked there. Okay. You know, it's the same location, different building now. So I didn't. Re- so back then, mm-hmm. Ag Chem also made... So Ag Chem is, uh, what's well, Rogators, Terrigators, which is now all part of... All Ag- owned by Ag Chem. Yeah. It's all the same. Yep. But yep. at that time, they made saddle tanks and stuff for tractors? Yeah. Yep. Okay. We actually had a pull-type sp- Ag Chem sprayer... And that was all Probably started early in Jackson, 70s right? And, yeah, that was all started in Jackson, yep. yep. I would assume yep. pull types maybe came before the self-propelleds then? I or? don't know. Uh, okay. The farmers didn't have any self-propelleds then, but the, the, the co-ops, co-ops, co-ops did. did, yeah. Okay. Yep, so I think How they were sp- making them. Do you I'm know? not sure which came first there. Uh, were they spray coop or is that something completely nope, different? Nope, that, that, that was, was different. That was, that was different. Oh, yep. that was. Okay. Yep, they were the interrogators and Yep, okay. Because spray coops was kind of the first of the self-propelled sprayers, I would assume, right? I, I mean, don't know if they were. The they OGs? were a lot smaller. Spray <laughs> coops are OGs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. they were completely different. The spray coops were a lot smaller. Yeah. Probably yep. not really commercial. Built, things, built to pull yeah. behind the pickup, yeah. you know, whatever. But that was yep. kind of the co-ops first had those, and then and then I, I remember when they first got like a rogator. Or the first, you know, interrogator. And it's I actually think Ag Chem was probably the first one to make like the interrogators, the fertilizer spreaders and okay. sprayers like that. Okay. And then I think the other companies kinda of copied them after that, probably. That's what started so uh who I work for, which is Big Stone Egg Service now, but it was Clinton Egg Service, um, before. And that's what started that was was Gary Dibdahl bought a um I think they were a big A. Oh sure. The, Okay. Big yep. A interrogator. Yeah. So it was the, the first of the three-wheeled machines, yep. and it was a liquid boom. And that was back, I think, early 70s. There was a big CRP program had just come out. So he went around spraying uh, 
for for the DNR or for uh, all the CRP land, uh, all the way up to Detroit Lakes, a hundred miles north of here, and that's how that's how Clinton Egg got their start. Okay, was was from that because yep. they're the first ones other than uh, spray cooper uh, or a uh, pickup sprayer. So it's kind of that was kind of neat. That's it was really cool for me to go back there to to Jackson and go through the new factory where I'd been there. When they first built their when they first, first started, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. I th- it was it was cool too, uh, like for me because I don't get to Jackson that much anymore. Which Jackson was a place that I got to a lot when I was younger. Because both sets of your grandparents lived there. Yeah, uh, they did. Yeah, nearby. So, <clears throat> yeah, mom's mom's parents didn't. Did, I don't think they, they lived there in my lifetime. Did they? Oh yes. Yep. They did. They did. Yeah. You weren't very old when they moved to New Ulm. Yeah, because I don't ever remember going to their house in jackson yeah you know i i think it was probably about the time you were born maybe they moved to new Alm. okay because i know where it was i know what house it was but the i first don't remember two, three years when we lived here we went down to jackson almost every weekend yeah of course all our friends were other places too and they came back on the weekends sure and, and jackson from here is how far 100 miles 180 yeah it was, 180 yeah, it was about 180 south. to the farm so probably 170 to jackson we lived south okay. of jackson on the farm so yep. it was two and a half so, hour drive every weekend yeah, well, 60, probably longer three, than that. sometimes two if I was in a big hurry, but usually <laughs> yeah. three and a half. Depends on, well, depends on if you had the Camaro. Along, I'll yeah. tell you that. I have a, a couple things on my list that we'll lead into later, speaking of Dad trying to drive fast. you got to backtrack, though, to the, uh, the... The Challenger. The Challenger and the social... So yeah, I'm, we're, I'm envisioning you stop over Mom and Dad's Sunday morning, like, hey, Dad, um... They want to bring us a tractor to use this fall. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's what what was. That was the thing. Okay, so good job, Randy. I remember <laughs> when when our channel first started to gain some traction, like when when the channel went from this was my hobby to try to reach consumers, and and there's no obligation whatsoever. It's something I do for fun, and that's that. It doesn't go any farther than that. When it started shifting from that to, well, this is kind of getting legitimate like you're getting a lot of views on your videos maybe you should put effort into it so you you came over it was a friday saturday night whatever you came over for cards at, at our over. house <laughs> oh and, and yes you're, you're at our house yeah, yeah, and, yeah. We're, and we're asking you like like so this youtube thing you're doing like how's that going like we started talking a little bit and you go well actually becky just found out today N- no i I'm, i had known had, a day or two before okay. that but i he didn't, didn't tell me. I right. didn't okay. want to tell her because. But anyways, I didn't... you had told us. Actually, they. I have a check. Like they. They. Like, I got paid. Google to do this shows now. me what they owe me, and I was like, "It. It's ninety two dollars." Yeah, I remember that. And and she looked at me like we were rich. What were we going to do with all that? <laughs> and I was like, "Well, but yeah, I, I know. That's why I haven't told you because I we have a tax problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to owe twenty of these dollars." <laughs> but I think it went on for another two months, and then I was like, "I knew, I knew what a social influencer was because a woman social influencers is." I, they were around for women, I think, before men. You know, uh, the makeup industry, clothing. I mean, women are socially influenced, I think, probably more than men are. And I'm big on Facebook. Have probably? Been. Yeah. Okay, we're, yeah, we're probably. <laughs> and I, I started to, like, look into it and just dig deeper and di- deeper. And I was like, holy crap. Like, 
and I started to just like then I started to get more into it and I kind of started to push him a little bit and and I had I, a real dilemma with I want to say because he started it as a hobby and I turned it into a business real I quick I did not want within, this to be a job within the first I don't remember the timeline but I want to say it was pretty recent to that I still remember when you told Becky if you turn this into a job, I will quit he doing it. did say that. <laughs> I, I remember that. If you make this a job, I will stop doing it. This is my hobby. It's not my job. He did well, say that. We all say things, you know. <laughs> now now we get out of the combine to go make the YouTube video. <laughs> I had two things. Yeah. I had two things in my head here. I, I, I remember. So she. So you show when you told oh, Dad. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you, you, you talked to me and said something about social influencer. And the first thing my brain thought was, that is the dumbest, most millennial <laughs> bullshit I've ever heard. <laughs> Social, it, get, uh, like, I can't tell you this because you're my wife, but get out, like, no. <laughs> no, uh-uh. I still, I still hate that term, but, but it is what it is, right? I don't know yeah. what else to call it. I think, I guess. yeah, right. But yeah, it's the. It, I and was you just are also like, a content creator. I mean, that's what your that's your bread and butter, right? You create really that good content. That makes more sense to me. Yeah. I like that one better. Uh, but contenter. Contenter. A contenter. Content. Content. Contenter. He's, he's, he's contenting men all over the country. Let's not go take, with. I like social influencer better than what you just said. <laughs> I, I didn't really like that when the first time I heard it either. Somebody was out here and they're making a video. You're using their product, and they said they're using social influencers. Well. Why not just have him make a YouTube about it instead? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. but I don't know what to call it at this point other than that. That's yeah, what the it, world knows it as. Basically is, but I had never thought of you as that. Yeah, right. and I still, like, ugh, gross. That's just a weird, it's a weird term. But anyway, <laughs> in the same conversation, you were trying to tell me about these social influencers and, like, the makeup ladies will get free makeup and get paid to use this and that. And then I think it, it, I didn't bring it up to dad for a month or two. Like, cause you and I were going round and round and I was still trying to figure out like what they, like, yeah, I'm not selling makeup. I was makeup. spending hours a day. I am not day selling makeup. On the Big Google. Deal. Like, like I was not... spending hours a day. Like, what is it? How, like, I mean, just going crazy. Like what, what do we, cause I knew there was an opportunity, but I just didn't know because there was no thing in egg, you know, there wasn't somebody who you could follow or like, it was completely different. So, so I, yeah, so I started to grasp it a little bit and then I don't, I don't know why I brought it up to you, but I said something about, I, I, I was trying to explain to you how this maybe could work in the future. It, and I didn't really, couldn't see it, but you told me you had your friends, you know, which have the, the shooting channel or the. Oh, yeah, yeah, shooting. Goulds. I brought yeah. up Goulds, the yeah. Gould brothers, Steve and, and Aaron. And I think I thought, well... I'm going to write them down sure, as it's, guests it's for the podcast. One thing to give some people shotgun shells and maybe guns to try out, but, you know, <laughs> tractors are expensive. Nobody's going to give it, you a tractor. It was... <laughs> it was giving you a tractor either. But. It was, well, yeah, Winchester can give somebody a gun. John Deere can't give us a tractor. Yeah. And one year later, I was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> but egg cocaine. <laughs> but just for a month, which is great. <laughs> How long do you want it for? Let's not be choosy here. Let's not complain. <laughs> yeah, but that, 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 but that uh, must have been a pretty cool, on on your it, part. It was really cool. Like, yep. We, we're getting a tractor to use this fall? Yeah. Like, 
Okay. <laughs> the whole thing, sure. and then it came from Jackson on top of it. I thought right. it was pretty cool. And, yeah. And I've got a couple cousins who work there. Okay. You know, when we went down toured the plant. We went out for lunch with them. A couple other guys, but they, a couple of my cousins. They that, call, call you up. I grew like, up with in the farm. You ever heard of this millennial farmer guy from Lowry? <laughs> We're sending a tractor his way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's Nate's boy. He grew up six miles away. So completely off topic, but when we were in Texas at the... Uh, Sorry, combined... Randy, we don't go off the topic here <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. Well, when we were, have you told your dad when we were in Texas at the Commodity Classic and we were talking to uh, Greg from... Uh, um, oh, yeah, I think I, well, I did it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Machine Repeat. Machine Repeat. Yeah. yeah. So just talking to him... You called him Greg. Wow. Yeah, he called the machine repeat, Greg. <laughs> it's Pete. Hold on, I'm going to write him part, down as a guest as well. The worst part, so we ran into him at the, the trade show. Yep. And She's we're about to tell to the him. same story that Randy was going for. But <laughs> so, I couldn't stop calling him Pete. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get that a lot. I'm trying to be so professional, and I'm pushing Zach, like, we got to talk to him. You know, he's a great person to collaborate Hi, with, Pete. and I can't stop calling him Pete. And I knew that wasn't his name. But I think he advertises that, though, in some of the ads. I think it. Yeah, he, he kind of has Pete. to at this point. Yeah. That's what he's known yeah. as, right? Yeah. I mean, he's got to get called he's, Pete every day. But he's yeah. talking. So when he started back in. Uh, so that have been eighties, eighties, late eighties. Yeah, when he's sending out the magazine or, or 80s, yeah. putting the magazine together. And he's yeah. originally from forty miles south of here. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. He's from Benson. Huh. That's where you originally. I didn't realize that. You didn't even. You didn't know that. So no, all no. that time, that he, he, what Randy's about to bring up, he could have yeah. just come and delivered. So he's yeah. talking. <laughs> he's talking. So he's he's pushing. He's trying to build this build this thing. He's putting these magazines together, sending them out. And he remembers back then. Uh, there were two people in Lowry. Two, yep, the bank. The bank and a Nathan and Johnson. And then this Nathan Johnson always got from the beginning of times, and I every every time I put out, was it every month? It must not have been monthly. What, a couple times a year? Whatever it was. It, it, well, yeah, you were a subscriber. Quarterly, probably. That's yeah, um, whatever. But, yeah, but he says, and then, first, and then this and Nathan Johnson. And Zach's standing like, well, yeah, that that's my dad. I have we have we had stacks and stacks of your of your <laughs> magazines coming through with with auction price, you know, tractors auction prices. Right. And he's I never put that together. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool to to see him put put that connection he, together. He was pretty. He was like honestly pumped that that Nathan Johnson oh, from God, way, yeah. from thirty years ago was the millennial farmer's dad. Like he he <laughs> was pretty. We also chuckled so. Um, so if you don't know, he goes around to auctions and watches auction prices and, and does little bits on, on certain tractors, whatever. And Zach was talking about a year and a half ago, there was an auction somewhere close to here. A mile north of here. Yeah. A mile yeah. north of here. Yep. And and you started talking about that auction. And he goes, oh, yeah, the, he the like, whatever He remembered name. every piece of machinery said, on that auction. He said that was on, on, on Friday, September the 20th, whatever the date was. He knew everything about he it. He named it. And Becky and I looked at each other and had a little chuckle that a year and a half ago, he remembered the such and such auction in Lowry, yeah. Minnesota on such and such day, and they sold a such and such tractor. And he's seen 400 auctions since then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that well, was quite least, amazing. Yeah. Yep. He's he's yep. he's also on the list, I think, for the for the podcast. He, I have a list right here. I, we can't. I should tear this to make sure we don't throw this note away. Because yeah. a lot of times I make notes during this podcast, and then we end up throwing them away. Yep. Because the table becomes a big mess. <laughs> you can't tell note paper from <laughs> beer cans sometimes. 
So at at what point is there going to be a Nathan camera? To, to um, carry around. Probably not in this lifetime. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe next, next one. Lifetime. Yeah, next one, maybe. You know what, though? Jim Jim likes that camera way more than he pretends he does. He does, yeah. Jim has yep. fun with it. <laughs> and I've cleared it with him a million times. Like, are you okay with this? Because if you're not, I will not put you on camera. We right. do need to get him a better Christmas present. Because he is good. He's good on the camera. He's entertaining and he's funny. He's good. And he likes it. Yeah, he he's does really drop good. the f bomb a little bit. Or <laughs> you got to watch for that. <laughs> I never, I never realized like how he's much cursing goes school. on in the shop till I turn the camera on and I'm like, wow. And you don't catch it because he just says it so nonchalantly. It just comes and then, <laughs> and I'm, I've missed a couple and then they get aired and I was like, oh, like missed <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> oh. I never realized that either till I watched the videos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's, it's hard funny, to catch them. Like, yeah, no, we don't. I mean, uh, we, we don't curse that much around here. And then Brian Brown from Brian's Farm Videos, he calls them working words. Working, working words. words. Working words. I'm gonna add That's him to the good. list here. So I was I was uh, jacking him up on his live stream just a few days ago, and he and I I'd mentioned to him well coming up for off the husk, and he said, well, it's a ten hour drive. Don't ask me how I know that. So he's he's ten hour drive from here. I didn't realize. So we could have him here by morning. Right. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> he'd he'd be a fun one. Yeah, he he's fun. a good one. Yeah, I like Brian. Okay, let's get back to some some of the history on the farm here. Um, some people I get I get asked this a fair amount. The cattle and the hogs. You had cattle and hogs down in Jackson. Yep. You moved up here. You had cattle. Yep. And then if I have this right, you sold the cattle and got hogs. I, I did. You never for, had both at one time up here? Nope, never had both at one time. I decided to get out of the cattle. It was a lot, big investment in cattle. You know, you had a chance to rent a little bit more ground. And I thought I'd rather farm the ground. It's easy to be gone on weekends, but yep. then the barn sat empty for a few weeks, and I thought, you know, might as well put something in there. Hogs always made pretty good money in the <laughs> a 70s. Few, a few weeks, so, and you decided, well, yeah, let's take on a few hundred animals. To do, so, <laughs> right. So we partitioned the barn off and set it up for hogs, and I really never got into hogs big. We, we fed hogs, but I never really got the barn full and never took off. I I don't know. It it was kind of funny. When I was actually in high school, there were two, three years there, we made $20 a pig. You know, in the seventies. In the seventies. Now guys are making five dollars a pig. They just have to feed so many more. Right. I mean, it's easier for them to feed them. I think, How now. do they make money having pigs right now? Well, right. I shouldn't say right now. <laughs> yeah. But before this time, yeah. <laughs> before the yep. COVID. Well, but, and we yeah. should we should mention too. That's a drink, by the way. She said COVID. Oh, well, that was just for Greg's episode. <laughs> we, we should. We should. Noel, Greg's been texting me. COVID. 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 <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Greg. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Um, but this this podcast won't come out for t- roughly two weeks till after we right. record it. So things could change between now yeah, and then. We quite, don't know I, I would assume they'll change quite a bit. Yeah. Nobody really knows what's going on. No. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's sure hope it changes for the better. Yeah. Just today they announced another packing plant shutting down for a little while. So That's the one it's in Mankato? Not, or Worthington. Oh, Worthington. Is that the, yeah. other, the other Smithfield one, though? Well, um, I don't think Worthington is, but I think they shared some of the employees or some of the same families worked back okay, and forth. That's okay, that's what I, I, there was a connection somehow. When I grew up and we raised hogs, we sold them to Esterville, Iowa, hormonal plant down there. And then they closed and they sent some of their employees, when they closed, they could stay working for them, but they went to Sioux oh, Falls, to some move. of them. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that but, Sioux Falls factory was a lot of immigrant workers, so I don't know if they're here on that 
what it, if it could have come from overseas? No, no, no. You're saying they, like it's a patent plant, the... so it's it's a lot of uh, immigrant workers. Yep. And like so H two A. There you go. Yeah, H two A. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. So I don't know. Because, so how does that affect them? Like if they get laid off from their jobs and they're on that H two A, it's very po- possible that they're just being sent then to another factory, like your dad was saying, or plant. Oh, because they'll just move the workers. I'm wondering if they're, if they're part of that H two A thing, but I don't. Man, especially in this situation, who knows how they handle that though? Right, or if they're here on work visas, because again, like if they're here on a work visa. And then their factory gets closed down. How does that affect I, their visa? I did visa? hear that Smithfield Food is, is still going to be paying all their employees. As of now, they're still going to be paying them, even though they aren't working. Huh. Yeah. So, and I imagine they got on the um, whatever that program was. Well, yeah, they probably did, didn't they? The PPP yeah. program? Yeah. Yep. Smithfield Foods is maybe too big for that. Yeah, I don't think they sure. would qualify for that. Okay. Way oh too yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a small, it was a small business. But whatever. Yeah. The processing yep. plants are are making really good money right now, and in the grocery stores, the pork and, and beef yeah. has gone way up. Yeah. And for the farmers, it's gone way down because there's too many animals to can't process. Push, can't you push can't, them through. Yep. Yep. yep that's so what we were talking about the last a little bit. But all the hogs you had in the late '80s, early '90s, they're they're gone, right? They, yep, they're yeah, gone. They're, yep, okay. There's still a few in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to worry the about you. Building's gone and everything. So yeah, I, I did have a maybe not a good thought or maybe not a bad one, but I thought you know the price of feeder pigs right now. If the guy had some building sites, you should fill them with pigs. It would help the hog farmers, but it's, corn's cheap. You know, I yep. I don't think there'd be anything wrong if you had some buildings you can convert to put hogs in do that before something different happens to the hogs. What about, I mean, our shop, there's not that much in it tonight. They, I don't think there'll be hogs in our shop. No? You could you there, could clean out the ups, one of the upstairs rooms. Yeah, you could. There, there are some empty dairy barns around. <laughs> yeah. that I could fill it. Well, interestingly <laughs> enough, the like our main shop that people see on YouTube, that was exactly where the hogs were. Oh, yep. yeah. The cattle the, and the, the hogs. Yep. The cattle and the hogs, yeah. Yeah, that building there. Dad was down south uh, spring, winter, spring of 2013, and I came home from Indianapolis. I was at a race car deal in Indianapolis, and I came home. Race car deal. A race car deal. Yep. That Convention. Didn't... <clears throat> where are you podcast. going with this Randy we'll, we'll save that for another podcast <laughs> <laughs> it was a race car thing right during the day so I come up the driveway getting home from Indianapolis and uh, well we didn't live here Becky and I didn't live here at the time so I suppose I mean I did they weren't home so I was checking in on the place and I turned in the driveway and that building was the the roof was clearly inverted yeah <laughs> And uh, I called Dad like I the like the barn we called it the barn because it it, it was, it was the barn, barn at yeah. one point but uh, but it, I mean it was another cold over half my shed. life at that point yeah it was just a cold storage shed that we had other things did in you, but I'm did like, you have equipment stuff in it? it a little bit but it only had ten foot sidewalls so you oh, couldn't yeah, get much in it. Oh yeah, white lightning was in there. The shop truck was in there. The shop truck we still have. Bean heads are in there. The bean head oh, got yeah. was in there. Was probably in there. The Moline. Would guess that if was the Moline, in there, the probably... Moline had no damage if it was in there. Yeah, and I, I think on the ends of the buildings it stood up, right? Oh, I'm guessing yeah. It might the have been gable, the gable ends end. were still standing. Yeah. It was the center that collapsed. Um, 
So we had the shop truck. We had the bean. The bean head took the, the most damage. Yep. And didn't get totaled. And I remember, so I brought the insurance guy in because I know why dad's laughing. The insurance guy came in a few days later and like we, we walked in the end. It, it, most people would have looked at it and said, you shouldn't walk in there. Like that thing's coming down right. anytime. But it was, it was not, right? Like an old building. It was all propped up. It was down. It, it was, yeah, it was yeah. down. Mm-hmm. It wasn't coming down. So we we like walked in there and he looked at the bean head and the bean head had a rafter perfectly between every um I don't even know what you'd call it on the reel where the where the the braces the braces and the reel in between every brace and the reel was a rafter and it was smashed down so between every one kinked right? the reel down every kinked one. the reel in every point that it could have like that took it the worst by yep. far and the, this little dude little uh insurance guy he's got a little clipboard and he's writing notes and taking pictures with his little camera and he's like so this he points at the bean head this isn't normally like this <laughs> yeah no they come they come with rafters in them <laughs> yeah. yes it helps you separate the crop <laughs> like no no it, it's not supposed to be this way <laughs> there's a, a building on top of there's, it right now there's convenient creases in the reels so when your building falls down it has somewhere to land <laughs> that's a good selling point if i was deer i they should have sold it that way oh. but that didn't actually get totaled we had no, to we, just we had, had to, to replace re- the reel, reel on there put yeah. the reel in there yeah yep. the rest of the head was okay Probably yep. he wasn't talking about the reel. He might have been talking about the rest of the head. But they totaled, <laughs> be- they totaled the shed, though, right? Well, yeah. The shed was shot. That's the reason yeah. we have the building the we do shed, right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming that was like a 930 or 925 or something. It was a 925, right? I think a 925 yeah. foot. Because then we went to the nine, the whatever, 30s. 930s? And then, and then the 630s. 630s, 630s, 630s yeah. yeah. From oh, a 925 okay. to a 630. I bet that was a maybe. Because the sixes, then I think is when the isn't that when the hydro flux came out? Was the sixes? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. And then we had those for a while. We had two of them with that other combine. Okay. And then sure. now we got the seven hundred series. Yep. Yep. But that huh. totaled the shop truck, so we bought it back, fixed, fixed a couple little things on it, and still have it. Oh, okay. So that that got a salvage title over the deal. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Yep. Salvage title. Okay. Yeah, it's got a salvage title. I don't own it, obviously. It's, yeah. Value really dropped in that 1990 pickup, 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 30 year old 1990. <laughs> it drives about the same. Just terrible either way. It shakes a little bit when you get on the brakes and pulls to the right. Yeah. Other than that, it's pretty uh-huh. good. Oh, we never got to the fact why did you drop the livestock? Well, the cattle, it was a big investment, and there was more land that came up that I could farm a little bit more land. And I figured I'd rather have the land than the cattle. Yep. And that's where I just decided to get out of the cattle. And and the hogs, I never had really enjoyed hogs that much. We just always had them. So we had them, and we weren't making a lot of money on them, so I thought, well. You weren't weren't pulling 20 bucks a head anymore. No, we weren't. And then, plus we had a pretty good corn crop one year, and figured, well, we could probably make more money storing corn in that barn. So then again, we took the, the... hog dividers out and put them on it was a open-faced barn three three walls and then open on one side so open to the east yep the cement uh pads or fences on the outside and filled it with corn i know i uh todd my boss so the older older one so he had started 78 81 somewhere in that same time frame 
and he same thing. So the house, the 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 farm he had moved in, it had a little barn. Well, he might as well throw something in it. So he'd bought some hogs, and he talked about that too. How he had made, I don't know, twenty bucks a hog or really good money one year, and then like man, this is easy, you know. And then and then the next year, I don't remember what he said. He he grossed twelve hundred dollars for the year, or something off the hogs. And then the next year was. It was a little of nothing again. So then he'd gotten rid of the hogs. So they only had the hogs a couple of years, but but one of those years, the first year, paid off really well. And well, then after that, it was like it, it ah, tricked him into continuing. Yeah, and People then after used to that, call though, hogs are mortgage lifters. Yeah, you know, and I think the hogs paid off a lot of mortgages prior to the mid seventies or early eighties, maybe. Cause okay, it, I think they were a lot of work. So guys only had so many. Yep. And and it, they were con- pretty consistent for probably many years, 30, 40 years. Okay. Then all of a sudden they've been up and down, and now with the big setups, it's yeah. one swing after another, I think. Yeah, it changed seems like a just a roller coaster now. Every it time it you, does, yeah. Yep. It seems every yep. time you talk to them, they're, they're, they're you know, either losing money on them or they're, they're doing really good. Yeah. It just doesn't yep. seem like they ever they ever plateau off. Or, and you got to be big. You, know, yeah. you can't feed four or five hundred <clears throat> pigs or a thousand pigs a year. And- right. Yep. Randy, do you have any more questions? I, I, I have. Um, I, I I got a couple things I want to get rolling on, but at first I got to take a leak. So I was wondering if you had one while I I had, out. Well, I have some current ones, like okay. with what we're dealing with right now. Okay, you go on that. Okay. I got to take a leak. So right now, with what's going on in the markets? Uh, so you're you're potentially planning here this week. This won't get aired for a few weeks. Possibly could be done or almost done or depending on the weather uh are you changing anything for this year really we aren't changing anything you don't know what to change i think everything's I up it. in the air and <clears throat> yeah there isn't much a guy can do we've got our seed bought and a lot of fertilizer on will storage so, become an issue will we is will we build well, another bin would that be I, something i don't it might think get, we'd build a bin but might it, get tough to build a i mean to uh, for you to decide right now you're going to build a bin and have it for this fall might be tough to well, do. Supply. Yeah. 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 The one thing I have thought of, you know, guy could always bag it if you have to. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. We've got too much in there. It's hedged, but yep. it's in, sitting in there yet. Yep. We've, and we could fill bags in August or September. We're yeah. in the same boat. So just, just the other day, Terry was asking me, he's like, well, do we start bagging now or, or do we wait? You know, we're we're kind of in the same boat. So is that what hmm. you would do? You would bag the stuff that's in the bins now? I think so because you got more time to do it right it's now. Dry. And then and you the always only... get rid of that first, right? Like you want to get we rid of the oldest probably stuff would. first. Some of the, last year wasn't the best crop. Late <sighs> right. And that, I was just gonna say. So, so we're we'd probably blend it off with next year's. Oh crop. sure. It's it's also a unique situation that that last year's crop wasn't very good. So we have light. Uh, so blending it would be good. an advantage. Yeah. It, it would be an advantage. Yeah. yeah. But I think yep. I think we would also look at wondering if this is the corn we should bag, or should we wait for some hopefully nice normal corn to bag? I think would it, be another question we'd maybe talk about. Because it Do doesn't we, store as well in the bag, right? You can't uh, keep it I think in it there. Stores is good. Yeah. We we just had a couple bags, and it seemed to store pretty good. Even without would, the fans and stuff. But I suppose here we have air, the cold. Airtight. Yeah, that's the trouble. If you put it in a bag, we don't want to leave it in there 12 months or 10 months. Right, yeah. it's a short-term you know, it'd solution. Be a short time. So if, if there isn't a market in the next eight months, what's is it going to yeah, be? Yeah, that's kind of weird too. That, yep. So. And I think if you can, if you can put it in the bag, right, you're okay. It's it's airtight. There's no oxygen in there, or the little bit that there is, it it pulls out or it uses right away. 
but seals it or for whatever. sure during but, the winter when it's cold out, I think it's yeah. Fine. But if you have deer come through, deer with antlers, tear bags, um, vandalism, you can drive along and cut a bag pretty dang easy. There's snowmobiles, which yeah. If, yeah. if we bag this year's crop or the crops that's in the bin now, it'd be close to the yard, so that would be we better. We, but guys have done it in the field, and snowmobiles have yeah have gotten them. When we built the dairy barn, uh, so like '96, and we were building, we uh, we bagged silage, and I think that was the only year we ever bagged because then we'd gotten our bunkers. So we'd kind of gone from silos, stave silos, to to bunkers, and in between there we'd done bags. And I know from experience the handlebars on four wheelers, as you're riding between the bags, tear little holes in the bags, and Dad gets really mad because you get a really big spoiled spot. And in, a, does, and in a yeah. corn bag. That would be even worse than so Onyx when he jabs the handlebars of the forwarder in the bag. It uh, oh. it'll do more damage than on a silage. And bag. I did that when we had cattle. We put corn in bags, wet corn in bags, and then I'd feed through it. Oh through sure. The winter. Yep. It was a little different. It wasn't near as nice of baggers or as quick. Right. But it, yep. it worked pretty good. And I think we did that quite a few years. I'd have a silage pile, and then we'd have one or two bags of wet corn right next to it, and then I'd okay. blend them in the mixing feed wagon and yep. feed some wet corn into the silage. But we've started already, so um, as of right now, as this is being recorded, we uh, we started planting some wheat. So we had one quarter, uh, 160 acres that was going to go into wheat, and that was being done for tiling so that we have time to tile it. And just in the last week, we decided two other quarters are going to go into wheat. You did. We actually talked about it. I haven't had wheat for, <clears throat> I think, probably so, in the mid-'80s. It, I never made any money with wheat. I only had it a couple of years. <laughs> I, I, we've beans. for the yeah. first time in like my, from what I can knows, remember, right? yeah, yeah, we've had kidneys, but for the first time ever, he brought up wheat today. So we and we I did. actually thought of it last week. Like, God dang, I don't know a damn thing about wheat, but I wonder. I don't know. So the one that the 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 field that we're gonna tile isn't quite ready. Uh, we were just talking about maybe Monday we can get that worked and start planting that one. But well, one of the other quarters he just finished planting now. Uh, tomorrow we're gonna plant the other one, so we're so we're we're putting in two of those quarters to wheat. So there might um, be more wheat this year. That, yeah, and there then, you go. And then other people are thinking it, so yeah. you flood the market with well, wheat and kill that. Yeah. So we and then like we, we've also talked. Um, <laughs> so we switched a few hundred acres. That was soybeans last year and going to be corn, and things could change between now and planting. But we we're thinking we're gonna do beans on beans on those and and pull a few <laughs> more corn acres out. Uh, just for storage reasons, we the the bins are half full of last year's crop. It's not priced. Uh, we don't know if we want to price. You know, we, we don't even know if we have a market to sell it at. If some of these ethanol plants are still shutting down and closing, so we talked about that too. Maybe having beans on beans is certainly less uh, cost per acre to plant yeah. beans. So as as of today, I would say a week before we start planting the crop or or uh, get it all in, we're we're planting on fifteen percent less corn for the okay, year, but. We'll, we'll see what actually happens We'd in a week about, when we plant. But We talked about say, having some corn on corn, and now we probably aren't going to have we, very much corn on corn. There just isn't any reason to. Yeah, we had, right. a, we had a 40. Uh, it's a little 40 that we'd pattern tiled. It's the sweetest little piece of ground now. Uh, there's a pipe every 30 feet across it, and we're going to corn on corn that, and that, that for sure is out, um, and, we, and we might switch a few more over to soybeans. But, but that that's what we're doing because of this whole bull crap right now yeah yep and the and the funny part is it's not that funny when you're a farmer i guess but you don't know what is the right choice right yep 
you just don't know. Yep. So this is, uh, <laughs> so for DJ and I, this is year two of farming. Yep. So year one. You're sophomores. Yep. Year one, we didn't plant a kernel of what we farm. We ended up preventing planting everything we had. It was, it was uh, June first. Too wet, right? Yeah, it was June first, and that's our that's our our uh, uh, insurance date for planting corn around here. Yep. And uh, and we still weren't able to plant yet. So yeah, we we took the preventive plant and didn't plant anything. So now so now our second year we we come into uh, corn could very well be two dollars at harvest. It's right. two two what is it now two sixty? Yeah, around well, here, yeah, three dollars, but. Yeah, sixty cent bases around here right now, it's and horrible bases. Yeah, so <laughs> you can't give it away, right? So, do you have a cover crop on that land right now? Because you we did, did plant some in there last year. We right? had, uh, um, yeah. So just on D- what DJ and I farm, we had uh, we we just just uh, uh, regular oats and wheat. We didn't do a winter, crop. and that was after. So you 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 laid pipe. You pattern tiled that the one, stuff. The one quarter that we farm yet, we'd pattern tiled that, and then that one got wheat put on it. Wheat. Wheat. What? And then we we uh, ran a Wishick disc over it early December. Actually, there was three, four inches of snow when I did it. Really? Yeah. It wasn't froze? No, because it was under that blanket of snow, and sure. then it had that wheat there. If you so go you to, if you go to my Instagram page, you'll, there's, a, there's a picture of us disking that with the ah, Wishick disc. I and missed then, that. And then there's uh it's actually almost my number one shot of a wishing disc running through six inches of snow on on uh on standing wheat. My number one Instagram post for a long time was was uh ripping with the challenger in, in the, the snow. snow. Yeah in the snow, yep. yep. And then the other one was uh we'd planted oats on that one for the cover. Um that's like a sixty seven acre piece or whatever, but uh that one we didn't do anything with. Oh and you didn't we you left it fallow? No, you didn't pipe. We it? we put the yeah we didn't, put the oats yeah, yeah okay just oats we're just renting it so okay. we we just put the oats on and then we never worked it last fall um, it's a lighter piece of ground and we're still not sure what we're gonna do to it I yep. bet this week we're gonna figure it out so we're gonna either run some <laughs> we're gonna, gonna run, figure out a lot of things <laughs> yeah, a lot right, of things right. in the next ten we're days. either gonna run yeah. some kind of a vertical tillage I would assume over it I don't know that we want to go in there with any shanks. I don't know that we're going to want to try to dig it or anything like that because of the smearing. Yep. Yep. Or or we're just going to we're going to maybe no-till soybeans into it. It's going to be soybeans, but maybe we'll just no-till it into the dead wheat. Yep. Or oats. I oats. mean oats. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Because it was worked nice and smooth before we planted the oats. That's how we planted the oats. We just blew them on and worked them in. Yep. So I don't know. We'll I'll tell you next next week. I've got some funny things on the list. Stories that I'm going to try and draw to Dad. So I want to ask about the 1980s. About the 1980s? The 1980s. Do you remember them? Oh, yeah. The 70s (laughs) that I don't remember so good. (laughs) (laughs) There might be some stories there coming later. Uh, The the 80s, so you said you moved up here in 82. Yep. I was born in 84, and then uh, my brother was born in 88. So some of the people listening maybe don't even know I have a brother. And then some of the other people, I, I get asked about siblings a lot, but it's just me and my brother, 84 and 88. I did know that. You knew that? <laughs> yep, I knew that. <laughs> he's watched the videos well. He's paid attention. So you... Uh, yeah, you might he moves... Be, you might be going here with one of the stories, but I think one of them, uh, you were going to do take a salesman job at a car dealership or something? Was that... Yeah, well, I talked about that. I don't know what year, probably 85 or six. That yeah, wasn't eighty eight. 
Now I thought was it? Maybe it was. So I thought in '88. This this is this is in my head where the story was at was in '88 because Mitch was born, and that okay. was kind of the the the. The, the bottom 1988, of the, that, was the, that was the bottom of the bottom, right? It well, was a drought. 88 my, was a bad drought. 88 was a bad drought. I think 86 was the worst. 85, 86. And then 87, we had a pretty good crop and the price came up. So I thought, now we're, we're through this. But then we had the drought in 88. And I actually thought, well, you know, we had one good year, but this is going to do me in. It's going to be the end of it. Right. So that, but, to me, sounds so like the it bottom. It might have been 88 when I did... You applied well, for a job at the car dealership. Actually, I like I a real job. Think it was. Uh, early, <laughs> I think it was early spring because then the weather got nice and I With started benefits? planting. And I thought, well, I don't really. We can we can sell do cars this. anyway. Yeah, so you could always do that later. <laughs> right. But yep. yeah, in '88 we had the drought and I figured we were done. And then I got out in the first field of beans and and we'd got rain. Oh, it started raining probably last week in August or so. And the beans look which is when it makes short. beans and it it did we had, yep. but they weren't good beans but they were 30 bushels or low 30s yep and they were eight dollars a bushel so I know that first night I was in the come and I couldn't get out I just sat in there I mean this is unbelievable 30 bushels a acre at eight dollars and I thought we were gonna have yep. 12 bushels a acre at six dollars so in the 80s was was 30 bushel normal or uh, or was that still a little bit poor? on the low side it was here. still okay. 40 was kind of the top okay I so think, beans haven't say, really I mean, now we're 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 in the fifties, and you know. Yeah, it seems like until I was thirty years old, I remember. Sorry to interrupt here, but I know where he's going with this. Until I was thirty years old, he always told me, "There's not much you can do about beans. They're just going to be thirty-six. If they're on the bottom, they'll be thirty. If they're on the top, they're forty. They're just like they're going to be thirty-six. I, st- That's I remember what a story one time saying, "Well, they're yielding thirty-five. What more do you want?" Yeah, it just yeah. is what it is. Yeah. That's what beans are. Until they came with the rounder party too. Okay. They had and new technology, and I think they saved that for their they, roundup ready too. Yep, I think they did because they knew the patent was going off roundup. You can say ones. it because this podcast is sponsored by Farmers Business Network. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah, be in true. trouble. I didn't print those darn things. The scripts. You don't have to print those darn things because Zach's got this all up. And FBN is so amazing at selling seed. Direct chemical. They've got health insurance. They have land financing right Nathan, now with interest rates. Where are you at. a member of FBN? Well, yes, I, I am. <laughs> I don't think Zach knew that, so he paid a membership. You're both members with, with a hedging oh, account. Man, you're oh. automatically in. <laughs> That's funny. So, a couple so, yeah, of times, we're... actually. So I bought into the membership before, long before anybody ever talked to me about doing anything with the millennial farmer. I was a member before. We ever had any kind of working relationship. So you're not a sellout. My dad was a member a year or two before that, unbeknownst <laughs> to me. So I paid the membership. And then we got into this whole thing and like, like, well, your membership should be paid because your dad is whatever. But, <laughs> but, whatever, but I'm paying. I'm paying. It's a little good old miscommunication. Then, yeah, there was, there's a bunch. But hey. Speaking of which, have you guys sat down and sorted out your, you know, it's on your. T- it's been on the to do list for like two weeks now of of the percentages. Yeah, we well, did that yesterday. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's only, it was only on the list for thirteen days. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, we're good. But yeah, the spot the the podcast is sponsored by FBN, which is the reason that Dad's here tonight. The reason we have this podcast. And where were we going with the story? Soybean seed and yep. how it hadn't changed for years. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought perhaps they were saving some of their better varieties. Perhaps. 
Ready to us. Perhaps some of the best yeah. genetics were saved for the genetics they really wanted to sell. So make right. sure we, we can, don't know the that. ones that weren't coming off patent. But we know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember growing seed beans before that. I used to grow seed beans, and it was quite a while before that. But one time I had to bin full of beans, and beans were $5 a bushel, and tech fees were $6 a bushel. I thought, man, I'm growing those beans, and, and they're going to get more on tech fee than the beans are worth. Right. Yep. And that wow. was probably for a few years, actually. Hmm. What year, That's, roughly, was that? Well, we had beans in the bins behind the elevator in Farwell. I remember we that. Those, so I don't, you hated been, that. It wasn't the easiest it was, to film, I, but we it did was it a, a few pain years, in the ass. I shouldn't say you hated that, but yeah. you did it, but yep. it was a pain yeah. in the ass. Yep. Yeah. I don't I, know when that was. It had to be in the 90s, I suppose, right? Y- yeah. I, I mean, I remember that pretty well, so probably mid-90s. Yeah. Because yep. I remember being over there with you for a long time. Hmm. hmm. Many times, several times. But the yeah. 80s were 80s were not good. 80s they were, were tough. They, they were tough. Yep. 80s were really tough. But, but in the long run, it, it probably helped me out. You know, I moved up here as young, had some livestock equipment and not a lot of money and was trying to farm. Well, after I'd farmed here five, six years, I had as much money as the neighbors. You know, we were all well, they, pretty yeah, much. Nobody had anything. Yeah, the guys that had money when I yep. moved up here, theirs was gone too. So we are kind of all in a level so playing field. Todd kind of talks that too, you know. So the guys that had got into it in the 80s, you know, kind of went, you know, so the guys that got into it in the 60s and 70s, they did okay, but they just never, you know, they never leaped like the guys that got into it in the 80s did. And he, he kind of talks that we were kind of in that same boat now. You know, the guys that got into it in the 90s never never took off, you know, like maybe now. Yeah, uh, I watched guys that were, oh, probably two, three, four years older than me and when I was in high school. They'd get out of high school, and they were leveraging everything and buying land, and they were doing great. New pickups, new tractors. Everything just going like crazy. Well, and you felt like they, they were leaps and bones ahead of you, right? Yeah. Yep. And they, they were for a little while. Yep. But then all of a sudden, with the debt and everything, but then guys that were three, four years younger than me started farming in the mid '80s. Now they were buying land for a third the price, or well, yep. it was less, probably twenty-five percent the price that some of the land was selling for before that. Yep. So it was, you they, know, it was more timing than management, I would say. Yeah. Then. They kind of talk. He kind of talks about that too. How the so back then you had high interest rates, eighteen percent. Yeah, that was. But nothing high. was nothing Eight, was worth. Eighteen is anything. high now. Yep, eighteen is pretty high. Yeah, you can get way <laughs> cheaper rates than that through yeah. the FBN financing. Yeah. On, yeah. About sixteen percent less than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah, but he but 10% he talks the price. But he talks on yeah <laughs> everything. Everything was cheap, but interest was high. But you could write off the interest. Now. Now interest is low, but everything costs a lot, and you can't you can't write off that interest. You know, he he talks. You know, I, I think we were better off back when we were paying a lot for the interest. Yeah, uh, you the know, because everything the land was cheap, everything was cheap, and when but, farming got good in the seventies, it seemed like fertilizer and seed didn't follow the high prices of crops. Oh, we're like in, they have now. now. Two thousand seven, eight, nine. You know, the, the yep. fertilizer, uh, seed, everything, chemicals, yep. they all went up. A lot and followed the price of the commodities. Right. Now, I don't yep. know why it didn't fall, do that in the seventies, but it seemed like they stayed fairly flat. Yeah. But the the issue is, is those things haven't come back yet. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So they 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 ramped up with the commodity prices, and then as as the, as the commodity prices have gone down, they haven't. No. Uh, no. Not near fast enough. And I mean, the same goes with land rent and everything. 
Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. If you look at right now, corn's under three dollars. If you look where corn or rent was 10, 15 years ago, and when corn, corn was, $3. was at three, yeah, exactly. There's yep. no comparison. It was now, half. Right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. It's hard to get them to back back down again, and they've it they've is. they've softened some. Yeah. But but not yep. not near at the rate the commodity prices have. Right. Yeah. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, let's get to really important stuff here. Um, I spoke with somebody, a, a, a distant relative of mine, a little bit closer to you. He farms down <laughs> n- near the area where where you grew up farming. Do you talk to Kenny? It, it, well, his name rhymes with Kenny. Okay. <laughs> it rhymes with Lenny. <laughs> yeah. he, he, that's my cousin, by the way. Yeah, that that's cousin. A great yeah. guy. Yep. <laughs> Um, he didn't have any to the, anything to add to this story, but he said I he he had always heard that maybe you bought a Chevelle so you could get home from the party that night. Well, I don't know if I bought it so I could get home from the party that night, but we were at partying. I <laughs> like the Chevelle. So, you were partying. Yeah. There was a Chevelle. Yeah, and you had I to get. Knew, home. I knew it was for sale. But <laughs> <laughs> I used to have. Go through cars quite frequently, you know, by different cars. And I've got another uh, question pertaining Kenny to that. Was six years younger than me, which is good. So he didn't know a lot of things I did. He probably <laughs> heard about him a few he, years later. He heard about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but him and my sister are the same age, and yeah, yep, he wasn't involved in some of the things. But I'm sure he heard about him afterwards. Probably. <laughs> what was that Chevelle? Uh, in 1970, Chevelle SS. The worst one is yeah. that. 1964 Chevelle Malibu SS, with a 327. Oh, and that, I really wish you still had that. I really do, too. The drive shaft fell out of it when we were out at the quarter mile. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> 15 it just years old, and my fell dad out. didn't like it. The next morning when I got up, the car was sold. <laughs> it was gone on you. <laughs> it was gone. I had the money, and I... But not the car. <laughs> so, did uh, did Grandpa fix the drive shaft first, or was it sold no, as he is? Actually, no. It, I think it was a pretty simple fix, but he called the guy with the tow truck that bought the car. <laughs> I don't Small know town Grandpa knew the tow truck guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, the, you know those drive shafts? They fall out once in a while. It was just bad luck where it fell out at. <laughs> yeah, that was bad luck. That reminds me, I should have car owner Corey on the podcast sometime to talk about drive shaft Could you maintenance. Imagine and what Corey would be like. <laughs> I think he wouldn't have been upset if I would have been old enough to have my driver's license. He wouldn't have been as <laughs> then. Yeah. When you have a drive shaft fallout I, when you're 13, <laughs> worked quite a few years to pay for that car. I wasn't 13; I was 14. <laughs> did you? Did you own? Own the car then? Or How old did you car? have to be to car? get a driver's no, license? Bought the car. You had bought the car. <laughs> yeah, but Dad wasn't happy, so. Executive he, decision he, to sell the car. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's funny. I bought my car, my first car behind my parents' back as well. Did you I, take it to the quarter mile and race that? No. No, oh, yeah, I totally saw that car. You definitely, if you did, totally it didn't go well. I, I pulled mine out of the trees and got it running again. Ironically. Your car? First car? Well, truck. The six, first. 67 Ford. With a three ninety. Oh man, little, I uh, wish you still had that. Little three on the three on the floor. Uh step side, short box step side. You both had way cooler first vehicles yeah. than Becky. 
That thing, that thing hauled. For whatever reason, my parents did not want me driving or to have a license. or I, It was a strange circumstance. But I got a job and got some insurance, paid for insurance and bought my own car without them knowing and uh, brought it home. And it actually had a sticker in the rear view window. Before she said this, I want to let everybody know out there that we still harass her about this. Yes. I don't know if Randy knows this. <laughs> Schluter definitely does. Neil like harasses her about it all the time. It had a sticker in the back of the window that said, My Lemon. And she bought it. And oh, I that's bought- right. <laughs> I have heard the lemon car. <laughs> I had Who no idea. Who in the idea. hell leaves that sticker in their window when they're trying to sell a car? Well, here's how it came about. <laughs> I was sitting at the lunchroom table with my friends, and I'm like, all right, guys, here's the deal. I got my, you know, I've got the money. I've got the money to pay for my insurance. I need a car. Where do I, like, this was before the, like, the internet, really, like, looking up a car for sale. I had no idea what I was doing, completely on my own. That makes you sound so old. This was before the internet. I mean, there when was the internet. When a hamburger was 10 cents. There was the internet, but it was like the dial-up version, you know? This was, like, we had ICQ. That was it. And Dan Ehrman was sitting across the table from me, and he's like, I've Shout got a out car. To Dan Ehrman. I'll sell it to you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, how much money do you have? And I'm like, $500. He's like, sold. Done. <laughs> Done. And I got that car and drove it for, I don't know, I probably did still drive it for, I don't know, half you a year. You had it for a year? Yeah. So it, it couldn't Before have been that Before you got the celebrity and that thing was a tank. But then that car finally, that car finally died. And then by then my parents were finally like, all right, fine, you, I guess, you can have a car. Like, so then I had saved up more money and my stepdad then helped me get a new car and he picked out an 86 Chevy Celebrity carbureted. And by then, I had actually carbureted. took a year. <laughs> <laughs> Did not have a 327, but it was carbureted. My 64 was carbureted, too. <laughs> my, my dad did like that car. So of course he did. I think he got a little pressure from my mom is why it got sold. And by then, I had a year of auto mechanics under my belt, and I was pretty proficient pro, pretty proficient for a girl after after my first car. I, I went from one end of the spectrum to the other. That, that guy right circle. now is having a beer telling his buddies, like, ah, you remember that time I sold that car for 500 bucks? What a oh. piece of shit. It even said my lemon in it. That thing yeah. sucked. <laughs> yes, that did happen. Uh, did, you, uh, did you tip an eight-bottom plow over on the road with a Steiger? <laughs> if you don't remember, if you don't remember the story, we can edit it out. But if you do, oh, did, did, I'll bet that came from Kenny. Oh, Two, maybe, well, huh? no, but this it, guy's name rhymes with Kenny. <laughs> yeah, uh, he did. He says he doesn't. He, he did he say did. in that message he doesn't really know, but he had heard something about that. Yeah, I don't remember what had happened, but uh, Dad was behind me. We we were both at tractors and plows, and. I think we were going over a railroad track, and the the pins broke on the hitch of the plow, and it dug in. Like the so the plow dropped. The plow dropped off the tractor hitch, and it dug in. <laughs> Ooh! Was, and did it drop it, in on the tracks? It, on the no, it was past her. It okay, so you got across, the and then Thank it goodness. dropped. Yeah, and I I don't remember, but I know Dad was pretty upset about that, and I. I didn't really enjoy it either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you thought no, I hit the railroad tracks. Not a lot that you or, could do about it. No. No, and I don't think I hit him too fast. It was just 
one of got, those deals, it was, and it was late yeah. in the fall. We were pushing it in a hurry, and yeah, and it was a frustrating it, fall anyway. I'm sure anyway, probably Kenny yeah. heard about that too. <laughs> but you had a, you had an eight bottom plow back then. Well, I don't think it was an eight bottom. Okay, I was gonna say that would have been pretty impressive. Yeah, no, I it was mounted. I even think it was five or six. Bottom. Okay, yeah, yeah. And Dad got really upset, and I think Kurt was wasn't <laughs> near as upset, so he probably Kurt wasn't. So, no, Kurt. Well, shit happens, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It happened, and the timing wasn't right. Right. Dad wasn't happy. And Kurt, more, more Kurt than settles down a little bit. Yeah, more sure. than less, just not happy that it happened. Yeah, not necessarily with who yep. it happened. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was timing. a tough fall anyway, and things weren't good. Yep, Dad's patience were short, and, <laughs> and he was upset before that happened, and that didn't really help anything at all. <laughs> I so, don't, I don't remember if I had ever told this on. I was pretty young, probably I don't know, twelve, thirteen, and I was plowing uh, with a forty or forty, and forty four forty, forty four forty. Yep, and the, in uh, Kensington. In Kensington, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and the tractor had, had died, and I'd put fuel in it before I left. I know I did, pretty sure. And but I'd ran out of fuel, but I didn't know that. So I I walk home and I tell Dad like I don't the tractor died. I think the engine blew up or something. So Dad, him and Joy come up there, you know, all worked up. You know, it's fall. We're plowing up some alfalfa. I don't remember what it was, but and he's working on it, and here it's out of fuel. So then they always gave me crap that I must have let the lever just click off, you know, and I, oh, it's full, you know, and took off 12, uh, probably was 10 back then, because I don't think we had the new dairy yet. But anyway, so we're, we're uh, trying to prime the filters on this tractor, and Dad's sitting there, you know, they had the little thumb thumb lever that you'd prime the fuel <laughs> yep. filters with, and Joey had a pack of firecrackers in his pocket. <laughs> so he lights a pack of firecrackers and throws them behind Dad. And they go off <laughs> as dad's pumping this thing, already mad because he had in his head that he was buying a new engine for this tractor. And then here he's standing there pumping the prime in the fuel. And the firecrackers go off, and dad jumps. And he got, oh, he was just pissed. And he yells at Joey, We're half a mile from home. He's like, Just get the hell out of here. Walk home. So Joey walks away and, and does his normal, you know, walks 100 feet away. And all right, dad's calmed down and turns around and walks back. And, he no longer got within two feet of dad, and there was just a one single late firecracker. As soon as Joey, as soon as Joey, Joey got back to him, pow! One single pop went up, and then oh, and then dad really let Joey have it, and he's like, "It was a late one. I didn't I didn't light anymore." That was from before I knew any better. You already chewed my ass for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that that's still one of my best memories of Dad trying to drive a fuel filter in the field. <laughs> oh, I bet Steve was happy that night, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Almost as happy as when Joey was welding with the stick welder, and he'd always, oh, he's just a jerk growing up. But he'd no, always, you don't I even say. About this. He would throw the the end of the welding rod. You know, he's welding, you burn it down to the end, yeah. and then you have the little inch chunk left. Yep. He'd always throw that at you. So of he course. throws it at usually me but dad was standing there he throws it at dad and dad dad chooses ass that that could burn someone or hit him in the face or something and about it landed in his shirt pocket and about the time about the time he got to chew joey's ass it burned through his shirt and oh, no. him. so then so then joey joey got it a second time really good but oh, that's that's, that's where things happen and it 
guys yeah. get pissed off, and it's yeah. not necessarily at the person. It's just the. It is what it is. Yeah. You had a blue Camaro. What year? Yes. What year was the blue one? Seventy four. I still wish you had that as well. I do too. <laughs> yep. Okay. Did you take this off a corner a by question. Loon Lake and rip off the exhaust? Um, it's okay. You can open up now. We're on the Off the Husk podcast. <laughs> Which time? <laughs> that was a good. How come? Actually, uh, well, I heard you ripped the exhaust off the second time. Yeah, in we, the same night. Friend and a friend was with me, and we were going. We thought we were a mile over. We were at a party, and here was a ninety degree corner. Well, we knew we couldn't make the corner. We were going way too fast, so we. <laughs> Went off, power the through road. it. Yeah. yeah, you have no other choice. We, you got to right. drive through it. We cleared the ditch and went out in the field, and we didn't really slow down much. We went back to the party and told some guys about it, and one guy didn't believe us. We said, "Come on, we'll show you." Then we did it again. He hopped in the car with that. He did hop in the car. He never has since then. That was <laughs> see, the last time, but see, he was having a good time too. I came over that hill, and here's that nine degree corner, and then it. So the, the it wasn't. Good. Some friends went back the next day and said we cleared the endros and everything. We saw where we landed. Cleared the ditch. Oh, oh there the was standing crop. It was short corn. Oh, it was. In, <laughs> I would have never done that with it was, corn. Yeah, it was because the growing point was still below the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a spring sure party. The corn was okay. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah, this was early summer. <laughs> but it had side pipes on that Camaro. And the side pipe got wrecked the second time. But according to Grandpa, the side pipe got wrecked when you were pulling it into the shed. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> I, I got a little mixed up on that story. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Um, the, the, the last one, let's see. Oh, geez, I actually have a couple here. Actually, um, I think some of the things I told my dad, he probably didn't believe anyway. He knew better. He knew better, yeah. Uh, you know what? If <laughs> yeah. we're being honest here, some of the stuff Onyx tells me I know better as well. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes yeah. ignorance is bliss. Yeah, like ah, what? Because you're kind of proud too at the yeah. same time. <laughs> you have to pick your battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was something about uh, you used to set up a sign by Petersburg in the woods, directing snowmobiles to go towards the bear. There was a bear. In the woods how did this? How did this Petersburg. work? You got. You got to explain this. <laughs> well, we put up a sign, bear. Black, like black bear, B-E-A-R. Yep. And then we pointed to the trail that led, led back to the tree where there was a bear. Uh-huh. But it was a centerfold. It was B-A-R-E. <laughs> <laughs> it was sure a black bear. That idea. <laughs> but the people in Jackson started talking about it. There's a bear in the woods. That's what the sign said, bear in the woods, and pointed back there. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked about this one. I almost didn't. You didn't I know that story. That. <laughs> I didn't. I oh, didn't these are stuff that Kenny fed you for topics. No, <laughs> no, just a guy whose name rhymes with Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. You think you've heard all the stories? <laughs> that's good. Those ones came from Kenny. Some of those ones I hadn't heard at all. There was one, you pulled the exhaust off your, was it your motorcycle? And rode around at the, in the well, school parking lot? Several of us did. Well, in the town during lunch. Sure, hour. he passes the buck. There was a whole bunch of us who did it. It wasn't just me. <laughs> there were several of us. Yeah, and, and nothing really happened. We just got in a little trouble. People didn't like it. So 
a little but, loud. So, like, During school. Specifically, the teachers didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> other, most of the other people in the school didn't have an issue with it. <laughs> Just the teachers. Yeah. Which, my mom was a school nurse, so she got along with the teachers fairly good. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, you had friends who so also joined it in. It was hard to get away with a lot of stuff with your mom there yeah. in school. I She's in the, in the uh, what do they call it, the lounge, the teacher's lounge room. Like, my Nathan's a good kid. Stop picking on him. <laughs> it really wasn't me that took the baffles out of my exhaust. I was trying to catch those other guys to tell them they needed to put them back yeah. in. Put them back in. This is what it sounds like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now give me my baffles. Actually, I don't do... Or I'll yeah. whack you over the head with this broken side pipe I got off of a 74 Camaro. <laughs> you know, that, that motorcycle I had, that one that you remember, that 750 triple cylinder, that had pipes on it. And we lived seven miles out of town. I like how it's not just the motorcycle you remember. You, it was a 750 triple with pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Probably supported also. Yeah. 11th second quarter mile. But I drove it around town once in a while. Yeah, that but one. That one. Your, your mom always said she could hear me when I was about halfway to Jackson. Yeah. She knew I was coming. <laughs> oh, Nate will be home in 10 minutes. Nate's on his way. Yeah. Yeah. No, she lived in town. I was here. Anybody else have any questions about, you know, my dad's childhood, FBN, land financing, direct chemical sales? FBN offers land financing? They, they do now, yeah. And wow. you know what interest rates have done. Pretty impressive. Yep. They also have seed that is non-GMO, and they have Roundup Ready 1 soybeans and some genetically modified corn now. Wow. Yep. Who else? <laughs> 